Big sick or brick? I didn't see it. Big sick. Big sick. That was with a uh, JGL. Brick was with JGL, yes. Okay. I'd go brick. We all gonna pretend that sound didn't just happen? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I said what the hell, then nobody responded. So whatever. I'll I said go. what the hell, and I heard nothing. What I happened? Did I make a noise? It sounded like a dog or a door. I wasn't sure what. Dog in a door. No, that was my front <laughs> yeah. door. Again, for the second time, my front door is wide open. Is that, is that a euphemism? Say. Is that an invitation? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, my front door was wide open. So letting y'all know, my front door. <laughs> I'll be down in the basement. <laughs> Welcome to Buried Cinema, the new dog. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Four words in and you have a brain fart. What the hell? (sighs) Okay. I would love to know where you were going with that. I was trying. I was like trying to remember the part where you say we discuss new and lesser known films. So then I just came out with the new. All right. We are the new. We are the new. I am the hype. <laughs> Kanye got nothing on us. Okay. <laughs> Just keep it going. It's fine. Hey. Welcome to Buried Cinema, where we discuss new and lesser known films in detail, so there will be spoilers. I'm Patrick. I'm, I'm Brian. Steve. <laughs> uh, and Kanye could not be with us tonight. <laughs> Um, I'm Tom. I'm Kevin. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, uh, wow. On the podcast, this podcast, <laughs> shh, we will be discussing, um, I picked The Quiet Place, and I believe Steve paired It Follows with it, correct? I paired Steve It Follows with A Quiet Place. But... Isn't that what I just said? It is. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, you said you. The Quiet what Place. Was that A Quiet Place? Oh, my God. Happening? Prepositions are just okay. All right, so articles, man. Article is that what it is? What's a preposition? <laughs> yeah, you're right, it is an article. Man, I should have taken more English. That's, that would have really, saved this opening. It really would. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, we're gonna hold our next podcast in strict Czechoslovakian. Oh, just um, so, you, so you can learn how to use your Skype. Is that why? Exactly. Exactly. It's the only reason. It's mainly just an educational tool for me. So, let's talk about A Quiet Place. Um, John Krasinski, this was his fir- the first film. That's, that's not the first film he directed, though. I, for some, I thought it was when I, I thought it was went too. to go see it. No, he's, he's done a couple other things. I think this yeah. was this his first like major film that he did. I mean, it's definitely the biggest film right he's he did a couple of independent films yeah yeah okay and three episodes of the office (laughs) oh a lot of background um so he um so this was uh obviously a a horror film um it's about um i guess it's aliens that come down and um basically they hunt people by sound and so a good chunk of the, the the movie there's very little spoken word. And it's it's about a family and how they, you know, a good chunk of the world has been decimated and how they deal with um, trying to survive. Um, I'm going to start with Steve. Uh, so 
I was, when I saw, first saw the trailer for this, I was excited for it. I went to the theater and I was just completely blown away by this movie. I, it took chances, how the fact that there's very little dialogue in the movie, the sound is, just the sound editing in this is incredible because it, sort of picks out you hear things that you wouldn't normally hear in a movie or that would just kind of fade into the background and it brings them into the foreground so just the sound editing in this is should be nominated for an oscar i think you mean sound mixing sound mixing thank you whatever they're the same thing let's just admit it um steven it's <laughs> obvious this is sound mixing and not sound editing come on uh, yeah. so yeah. I, I this movie is pretty incredible on that Front. It's really well directed with the tension, and then with the first death in the movie, right. it's like it can't get worse than that, right? That's that's like it's in your like he shows you how dangerous this world is yeah. right away, and it is bru- absolutely brutal. I ended up going seeing it a second time, and I caught a lot more where the backstory is told in the background of the movie. So he doesn't set up any backstory of this movie. They just sort of drop you in this world, no explanation, just kind of a, this is the reality. But yeah. the second time watching the movie, I was catching all these newspaper clippings and uh, image pictures and a bunch of various things where the story of this world and how it got to be this way is told almost entirely in the background of the movie. He fills so, all those sort of questions. So what is it insinuated then in the background that they're aliens? Oh, yeah, it says. It actually, there's a clipping in the background that it says, meteorite crashes into Mexico, takes out half the country. Uh. A lot of really smart writing and um, sort of trusting the audience, which movies don't do very often. I'm sure that the studio was like, you need a voiceover on this. You need a voiceover on this. Oh, that would have been things. terrible. And absolutely would have been. And I'm glad that he just trusted the audience. So I, I give this an A easily. This is one of the best horror movies I've seen in a really long time. All right. Um, Brian? So once we found out what the weakness of the aliens was, once that had happened, I was just kind of out of it. Because how had not a single person thought to attack a sound sensing monster with high frequency noise had every smart person on the planet died because honestly that would have been like the first thing i would have tried it i, I kind of yeah. lost it at, at, at the last third of the movie once you found out that her hearing aid was going to well, be the downfall of the aliens if we ever get attacked by sound hunting aliens brian you're the one i'm calling <laughs> and I didn't, first I didn't... thing I didn't think it was just high frequency. I think I thought it was uh, there's something specific because he was building all these things over and over again, and he just kind of happened on a specific frequency that affected them. Yeah, but I, I had the same issue with when Brian was because I was kind of like, well, it seems like the government would have initially, like you said, as soon as you realize their audio, you would have just blasted a frequency and just gone, you know, slowly turned the frequency up, you know, scroll through the dial and. Maybe nobody realized, you know, maybe it did push them back, but they just didn't realize they hit upon it or something, you know, because you'd really only know when they're attacking you, you know, yeah. so you wouldn't necessarily. But yeah, I was st- I was kind of like, oh, really? it doesn't that was, kill them. Like, Even then, it doesn't kill them. It, it just makes them of... uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess that, that was the only way I, I could rationalize it was that maybe they did, you know, that the government tried to do stuff like that, but they didn't realize, oh, OK, right when we hit this particular frequency you know, so what is it? It's basically that's what let their armor down. So suddenly they could, because it didn't kill them, like you said, no, just made them kind like, of like it, it. Kind of like forced their heads to like 
open more. Yeah, so that you, so that you could kill them. So it'd have to be like a happy circumstance where you hit that frequency right while they're like attacking you. And so, you know, I feel like this might have been that that was the, the key was that this was the happy circumstance if they happened to hit it right at a time that they could kill it. Could have just played country yodeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to fault the movie too much for that, but it really did kind of like de- depreciate for me towards the end. Also, what who thought it was a good idea to have a child in, in this situation? children are just noise monsters yeah honestly when i saw the little box they were building i thought they were building a baby coffin i did too actually i was like oh "Oh, so the baby's gonna get born and then they're gonna gas it and kill it like immediately (laughs) that's what you thought that's actually what what i thought thought. that's what i thought their plan was originally too it was okay it was clearly like a sound yeah it's a soundproof box with oxygen yeah, it's soundproof, so they can kill it, and the aliens won't get noticed. <laughs> yeah, that, notice wow. that they're killing it. That, that was literally. I never, I was, my mind never even went there. I, I never even thought. Because <laughs> like, uh. uh, honestly, it's just going to cry for like the first year of its life. Yeah, and that's gonna be well, a long time. It's gonna, it's gonna be a weird baby, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lives it was pretty quiet, and not all babies cry incessantly. Most do, but not all. Well, it's not that it's going to cry incessantly, but that's the only way it gets your attention is by crying. Right. <laughs> I'm going to give it a B. So I to mention what Steve brought up earlier that they they set the scene right away. They they let you know the intensity and the severity of it. Uh, you see that family unit, and the last thing you expect is to have him just snatched away from you in the first five minutes. Yeah. Um, that was I. Don't know if this is the right way to use this word, but that was a beautiful turn in the movie. It was a, it was a completely sad thing to happen and, and just yeah, but, gut, but it, gut-wrenching, but... It, it, it tells you what realize the stakes, the stakes. Yeah. 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 Um, I I really appreciated the, the risk, the gamble that they took by doing that. And similar to not doing the voiceover, that would have destroyed the movie. It really would have. Uh, I remember sitting in the theater... And I want to say it was a good 35 minutes. It was a while ago since I saw it, but I want to say, I think it was 35 minutes before the first dialogue, like, you know, back and forth conversation. You're taking a huge risk by doing that. Uh, we saw the the other movie that comes to mind, and there have been other movies that have done this, but I know another uh, one that comes to mind was Castaway. That was one of the things that they talk about that movie is there was so little dialogue in that movie. Right. You've got to rely heavily on the scenery, on the cinematography on the sound so many other aspects of the film have to pull it together otherwise you're screwed and i i think this did an excellent job you you know there's going to be some connection between the daughter and these animals once you understand that that it's based on sound i didn't have the the same sense of letdown uh brian and patrick that you guys had i kind of go into it with the understanding that hey this is a completely unrealistic future or at least that's what I'm telling myself so I can go to bed every night. <laughs> so I just kind of, I, I let it go and, and I don't put as much stock in that. Yeah, you would you would hope that our billion dollar funded military could solve this. But I, I, I was okay with that. And I, I I had a great time in this movie. I really did. I'm giving this an A. All right. Tom? Okay, so when I saw this, it was not long after I'd had surgery and I was heavily medicated and um, I think the mix of the medication and this film, I have never felt my heart 
pounding so hard in my life. What and, medication were you taking and where can I get some? Well, you know, it was the you know pain meds, but it's like the whole movie I kept having to do like these breathing exercises because my heart was pounding so hard. And I don't know, that's just my, was my experience watching it. Um, I would like could, to see it. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just saying I would like to see it again. Uh, but no, this is an easy A for me. For all, the, I, I didn't really have a problem with there being a baby. I thought that made for a really unique, scary situation. And I also, I mean, John Krasinski, uh, I'm just, it, this kind of came out of nowhere with him, you know? And I, I'd be really excited to see whatever he did next. Um, and any anything Emily Blunt is in, she she's she's just amazing. So, and the kids were good too. Is the daughter actually deaf? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the actress okay. is. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's been doing a yeah. lot of um, interviews and stuff lately, kind of advocating for the hearing impaired community, which I think is a really cool. This movie kind of creates a really cool platform for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also give it an A. Um, yeah, I can't, I definitely want to watch this again. Um, barring the issue that I, I had with, I had the same issue with Brian at the end, but I can overlook that. Cause like I said, I sort of, I, I can get over that. I actually read later that they weren't even like we were talking about not doing a voiceover. They weren't even going to put in subtitles for the, um, Oh, the sign language for the ASL. Yeah. They originally had wanted to just figure, you know, whatever short little snippets they were doing, you'd get the gist of what they were saying. But it was only because of like the longer passages between the daughter and John that they said, okay, well, for those, we really kind of want there to be, you know, yeah, an exact kind of, you know, what they're actually saying. But yeah, originally they were thinking of not even going with that, which I thought that would have been really crazy. Um, yeah, I, for, for somebody who doesn't know sign language, that might take away from that whole, I have always loved you kind of it, thing. And I think, yeah, it was those couple key points where they're like, no, we have to have that kind of like, yeah, the, I've always loved you. Thing. You have to know that the audience is going to get that part. So, so yeah, I, I give an A. I thought this was a great movie. So with with five A's and Brian's spoiler, B. Damn it, Brian. <laughs> uh, oh, I, guess Nate, I guess Nate gave it an A. Yeah, Nate gave it an A as well. Um, Nate, Nate can't Nate's be with not us here tonight. Because... He's pooping in the park. Yeah. <laughs> is he peeing in the park? Or He's pooping in the park. Is he superintendent in the park? <laughs> yeah. That gives it a, a total grade of an A, which is a uh, – Patrick, which pony is it? Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash. That's right. So, God, Steve. Um, sorry. I'm not... Someday you'll learn. Someday. Yeah, don't sparkles. pretend you don't know. I was yeah, thinking, I know. It, was, I was thinking I know. it was Sparkle something. Isn't there a Sparkle? No, no. There's Twilight Sparkle, of course, okay. but it's clearly Rainbow <laughs> Dash. I mean, <laughs> does it look like Twilight Sparkle? Come on. I d- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm okay with not knowing that answer. <laughs> so we'll th- put this up on Flickchart. Um, Flickchart is a website where you are allowed to um, rank the movies that you've watched, compare them against each other, you know, decide which one you like better than another, and sort of compile a list of rankings of all the movies that you've seen. Um, so, Tom, you can run Flickchart for uh, us? Yes. Yes. We are allowed to. You are allowed to. Like I said, English is not apparently my first language, um, as evidenced by this podcast. <laughs> All right, adding a quiet place to our flick chart, which currently has 579 films on it. All right, quiet place versus the final cut. Quiet place. Quiet, quiet place. place. Quiet place. Agreed. Quiet place versus hell or high water. Hell or high water. I go quiet place. Me too. I think I'm gonna go a quiet place. All right, I'll, I'll go hell or high water then. 
I, I really, I really like both those movies so much. Like, I know, hard. but man, Hell or High Water, it was a really good movie, but it wasn't. It was a, a new western. Yeah, uh, no, actually, that's okay. a good way to put it. But A Quiet Place was a new just story, a new way of yeah know, telling the story, and I like I give that more appreciation in my mind. Yeah, so that's why I went. Oh, Quiet Place, three to two. Now, Kevin, I'm not sure you're going to remember this movie. <laughs> You'd say Memories of Murder. Quiet Place versus Memories of Murder. <laughs> memories of Murder. Quiet Place. Quiet Place. Memories of Murder. Yeah, make it down to Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to go with the Quiet Place. I could watch that movie again. Memories of Murder, it's a great movie, but I don't feel the need to watch it again. I actually feel like I want to see A Quiet Place again. I would go to the theater to see it again. Quiet Place wins. Quiet Place versus Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ooh. The good one. The good one. <laughs> kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I'm still going to go Quiet Place. I mean, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, That it's it's got that intertwined storytelling that I like. I really like that when it's done well. I'm going to go Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Me too. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang wins. Uh, Quiet Place versus Selma. I never saw it. Selma. Did, did, did I? <laughs> <laughs> Although I'd still go Quiet Place. Uh, racist. Racist. Yeah. Quiet racist. I'm going, to, I'm going to Quiet Place also. I'm not. I, <laughs> Brian's the only one that's not racist. Well, because Quiet Place is, like you said, an inventive film. Yeah. And kind of, I think inventive genre filmmaking for me really goes above like a pretty straightforward biopic yeah yeah exactly quiet place versus the imitation game imitation game i still haven't seen it shame on you patrick call yourself a computer guy yeah that's nah. a required viewing quiet place i think i'm gonna go imitation game me too imitation game wins quiet place is now number 20 on our flex chart Wow. All right. So we will return to talk about Steve's pick, It Follows. And we're back. And I chose to pair with Patrick's theme, which Patrick didn't announce. Um, his theme was uh, being hunted, right? Uh, yes. So... Um, I kind of fumbled around with uh, different movies that went along with this theme and ended up, well, I saw uh, It Follows uh, about a year ago and was really impressed with it and it fits the theme perfectly. So the it's a basic, your basic story of um, getting a monster chase after you because you had sex. So the, a young girl, uh, college age, thankfully, uh, goes out on a date with a guy, ends up having sex with him. And then, of course, he ties her up and takes her to a warehouse and shows her that a because he passed on some sort of curse to her and there's a monster that essentially just follows her around. And if it touches her or gets near her, will kill her. And uh, the theme of the movie is part of sort of her trying to come to grips with this idea. <clears throat> And uh, deciding whether or not to pass it off to somebody else. So that way she doesn't die. Starring a bunch of no-name, fairly no-name actors. And... Um, kid from uh, that... Where he goes to the... Uh, the Way Way Back? To the, 
No, is that talking about the Paul? Oh, it's kind of a it's funny kind story. of a funny story. That, yeah, that's she's couldn't. Yeah, that's right. It is. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, the director, writer, director uh, has written a couple of little movies here and there, but this is his first feature film. David so, Robert Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start with Patrick, and what do you think of It Follows? That was weird. <laughs> it's a weird movie. I don't know. I had a hard time wrap. Like, I like the movie. I had a hard time wrapping my head around some of it because it was so. I'm sure they did this. Obviously, they did this on purpose, but like, you couldn't quite place it. Everything felt out. Like, the girl sitting there on a, on a clamshell thing that looks like makeup, but she's reading a book. So, this mm-hmm. is like, you know, a crazy cell phone. And then the other girl has a regular corded phone, like it's in the 80s. Yeah. Like, so much of it seemed like it was set in the 70s. Even the music had that kind of 70s feel to it but then there's all this like newer technology and then there's even like 50s cars and stuff too so i I don't know it was was this weird it was it was was a weird feeling throughout the whole thing Mm -hmm. like you you just couldn't quite place what i would where i was supposed to be i guess my main issue with it is the whole i don't see that there really was a reason not that there has to be a, a complete explanation in any horror movie of of the horror you know there's always it's a ghost it's you know a spirit and you don't really need to know exactly why, but I feel like this was, there should have, I wanted more explanation than what there was. Like, I feel like he was just kind of lazy with the explanation of, Oh, if you have sex with somebody, this thing will follow you. It's like, well, where did it come from? No explanation of where it came from, why it would do that. I I don't know. I wanted more of that. I wanted something there. I felt like he just, I I felt like it was a, yeah, I, I felt like it was a lazy plot to just kind of gloss over oh you know that's he's just yeah he's, he just com- or it just comes after you if you have sex right because it's it's about stds well that's i'm like so is it just a metaphor for that which Basically. yeah, I yeah. Just but kind that really kind of simple yeah but i don't know like that kind of makes it not that good i don't know i guess i'm disappointed in that too if, it, if it's just a straight up std metaphor like well the the director says it's not yeah, because then it okay. feels like an after-school special or something where you're like, oh, kids. And I don't know. Like either well, way, no, it's I'm, taking it's taking not, it's taking a really it's taking the slasher trope, you know, of the ones that have sex are the ones that are doomed, and just making yeah. it more specific. Yeah. So, and I don't know why the thing was like toying with her. Like when it came on the beach, it like started just lifting up her hair. I'm like, why would it do that? That's just weird. Um. Well, he does say there's a line where he says that it'll look like someone you love just to mess with you. Yeah. So my idea is that it, it whatever it is, it likes to torment, not just. To yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was definitely weird. Like it, it was I like the take on like rather than you're running from something that's, you know, chasing you down. It's just kind of slowly coming at you and you're like, hey, hey I'll just walk this way. Uh, I give it a B. I, I I liked it. I definitely want to watch it again. Um, yeah, that's that's where I'm going. B. Uh, Brian, I haven't like totally processed this movie yet. It's been about a week since I watched it. I like what they did with it for the most part. Um, I feel like at sometimes though the uh, for the sake of plot convenience, the monster was either too far away or too close like too too it was either it either took too long to get someplace or 
not long enough to get some place. Like I feel like with the like time it was inconsistent. that she, yeah, oh. I feel like I feel like with the time where she was unconscious in the hospital after she got into the car accident, leaving the the leaving the uh, the the summer house or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was probably out for long enough that that thing would have been a lot closer to her. Yeah, it's like it didn't come when she was sleeping, which is weird. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I already passed up on a couple opportunities. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I've been it watching just, a lot of Office lately too. It just <laughs> seemed it, it seemed inconsistent with you're right it, with the, how fast it moved to where um, just just out of plot convenience I feel like um, but I do think that the story was pretty well done. I'm gonna give it a B. Okay, Kevin. I'm gonna give it a B as well. A couple of points. Uh, I did remember hearing when uh, he he made the comment that he thinks he got it from a girl that he had a one night stand with at a nightclub or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it and I was hoping along the same lines. I was hoping to find a little bit of history on this to see. Oh, maybe they could go back and if they find out how the first person got it, they can get rid of the curse. But no, it's something that you know, like an STD, they've got to live with forever. And you get that early on. But the the problem I had with it was, okay, if you have an STD, yes, you can pass it on to somebody else. But you don't get rid of it by passing it on, nor do you automatically come back into danger if the person you passed it on to dies. So that was I had <laughs> trouble with that. It's like, you know, okay, if I have AIDS and I have sex with somebody, yes, I can give them AIDS. But I still have AIDS. Well, it's not an allegory. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But. It's, it, it was so easy to make that connection to STDs that it, it was hard for me not to be more consistent with the consequences, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say I had a good time watching this movie, but I, it was enjoyable. Um, yeah, it, was, it, it, it kept me interested throughout the whole thing. Uh, it, it kept me wanting to know, okay, ooh, you know, Who's the next naked weirdo coming around the corner that's going to slowly chase this girl? Um, and, and I I do have a nitpick thing. Why the hell was there an old man standing on the boy's house? That made no sense. It was not? like trying to get in the window. Through the roof? <laughs> yeah, because it was a second story window. There was no. So climbed onto the roof to kind of get into the window. Because she was upstairs yeah, in that room with the door barricaded. So it's trying yeah, to come I'm, through I'm, the window instead. I'm calling bullshit. I, I get it, but that's. That's one of those, well, okay, we wanted to show him in the second room. And, and you had probably the, the director's nephew. No, no, put him on the roof. Put a big naked man on the roof so you can see a hairy whatever from four blocks away. <laughs> that, that, did, that did not sit well with me. Nor should it. I should be more disturbed if I didn't have a problem yeah, with that scene. If you saw um, that and went, ooh, hot. <laughs> that would be good. Exactly. So I it, it yeah it was a good experience to watch this um but I just give it a B. Okay, Tom. I saw this in the theater when it first came out and I thought it was one of the best horror films of recent years. Um I don't need everything to be explained. All I need for a horror really is a good concept horror. and what's that? Horror, enunciate. <laughs> horror. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, he said all I need for a horror all is I need a good to concept. enjoy <laughs> 
a whore is a good concept. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't like these cliche whores. Um, um, thank you, Stephen. Now I can't not hear that. Well, that time I said it on done. purpose. Oh, okay. All right. No, I just I, I want a good concept and I want I want it executed well. And that's what this does. You know, and it, it kept the tension up. The most disturbing scene in this film is when the thing looks like the guy's mother oh, with God. the robe yeah. hanging open. Yeah. And she humps and then, him to death. Yeah. Basically, humps yeah. Him to death. I was like, God, this is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about being disturbed by a naked guy on top of a house. I mean. <laughs> Your, your your supposed mother jumps you and yeah ugh. yeah and i like the very final shot of this film i yeah. think it's a it's appropriately ambiguous honestly all you have to do is you figure three thousand miles from coast to coast average person walks two miles an hour at a slow pace <laughs> so you can calculate it every so often just fly back to the other side of the country you then could you got do that two months you have to then fly back to the other side of the country or yeah. cross an ocean. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, realistically, what happens if they just move to Asia? Problem solved. Well, he said that uh, in an interview with the writer, he said it would get on an airplane. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's because he really don't want to be on an airplane with it. I was just picturing it walking on the bottom of the ocean like the thing. Yeah, that's from, what I was. Uh, yeah. From oh, uh, Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, I'm giving it an A. I'm also giving it a day. I saw it and I really liked it the first time I saw it. I didn't catch all the sort of, like what Patrick noted, the sort of weirdness of the setting. So, mm -hmm. you know, the sort of, I think it was going for timelessness was the idea where you're not quite sure if it's in set in the 70s or 80s or now. Yeah, it kind of has a La La Land vibe to it. Yeah, it has a weird... I thought it was just Detroit. Yeah, well, I just that's... thought it was just because it was in Detroit. Yeah, that could yeah. be it too. Um, but there is sort of a, even the way it's shot is kind of strange. The music is strange. The way it's shot is kind of strange. There's a lot of long lingering shots that don't really do much. But I think, but they are somehow unsettling. Like when she first is in the pool, she just climbs into the right. pool by herself, this dirty pool, and just kind of lays there. And like it's it's for some reason I'm not sure why but there's something unsettling about that initial shot, but nothing's happening. And I think it's yeah. I think the intent is to give it it's kind of a dreamlike quality or sort of a you know myth kind of quality, and that's why I didn't really need a background story. I don't know if it accomplishes the if it was going for a timelessness. I don't know if it accomplishes that, but it does make it uns it just feels unsettling and that's why i appreciate about this movie is that it's not a lot of jump scares you know you don't have monsters right. chasing people or you know a lot of gore and stuff like that it's just this entire movie it just makes me feel uneasy you know and that's why if you have something chasing you that's just walking there's not it's it's not scary it's just uneasy unease you know where you just right. can never relax right. And that's the the entire movie, everything about the movie with the weird setting and the music and the weird shots and even the way they speak in very monotone voices. It just contributes this feeling of un this constant unease. Uh, and that's that's where the, the horror of the movie really rests to, for me. And I, I was really yeah. impressed with that. 
Yeah, being a John Carpenter fan, I, I was really into the synthesizer soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. and, being yeah, a Ladyhawk yeah. fan, I was too. <laughs> uh, there's a big difference between a John Carpenter synthesizer soundtrack and a Ladyhawk synthesizer I, I soundtrack. Um, so Nate gives us a C because he hates wow. good things. He's not here to defend himself, so that's that's his reason. Yep. <laughs> so that gives it follows a B plus B, which is mm. obviously a Leonardo. Not quite as cool as Raphael, but he still gets a B. It's just weird to see these like sexual predator movies that are produced by the Weinstein Company. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. All right, would you like me to add this to flick chart? Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed? You are allowed. I was All pretty right. impressed with the acting in this too. For a bunch of people that didn't really, you know, I, I hadn't really seen much before. Um, I thought the acting right. was pretty good. I um, thought I, I there was. I don't think it was intended this way, but especially the second time watching it, there is the unintentional humor of. Um, you know, when she finds out and that, that one kid so bad wants to take one for the team and sleep with her. You just see it in yeah. his eyes. And he's he could just like hey, you know, like the typical teenage guy is like, I, I don't care what the consequences are, I'll 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 take it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I would die to have sex with you. <laughs> basically is what he's saying. Yeah. Kevin, in case you were wondering, the old naked man, this is the only movie he's ever been in <laughs> this is his peak yes yeah. his peak uh. <laughs> all right you know he could have been in uh that naked santa movie for all we know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. rare exports it's easy to get lost in a herd of wrinkled naked old men. <laughs> there should never be a. I would hope to never be man. lost yeah. in a herd of wrinkled naked old men. Oh, god that's a horror movie right there <laughs> i know yeah, it's called Rare Exports. <laughs> it's about Santa. It's a Christmas movie. You should watch it with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Yep. I don't trust you. <laughs> it follows. First movie comes up against on our flick chart is Fight Club. Really? What? Fight Club. <laughs> Fight Club. Fight Club. Never heard of it. the middle of our chart. You know what? I'm I'm taking this as a sign that from now on I am picking shitty movies to better balance our flick chart. <laughs> I thought that's um, what you were already doing. <laughs> I'm going to double my efforts. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> oh, but Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, I can't not pick Fight Club. Sadly. <laughs> All right. It follows. It's now up against the beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. It follows. It follows. I didn't see it. It follows. The beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. I will take the moral vote <laughs> on this. And it follows is now up against Runaway Train. It, it follows. follows. It follows. Yeah, it follows. Yeah, it follows. It's weird to hear this title over and over again. It follows versus Lawless. Lawless. It follows. I didn't see it. I'm going to go lawless. Go lawless. It follows versus safe. 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 I agree. I didn't see it. Damn it, Patrick. What do you do with your spare time? <laughs> I, I don't know. Apparently, you have I don't use it wisely. to catch up on. I know. I know. And safe is actually a really good one. Yeah, it is. Considering how far down it is on our flip chart. It, it should shouldn't not, be. It should not be that far uh, down. Is it? Oh, really? Remember, Fight Club was the middle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I love Fight Club right now. No, 
safe is yeah. worth watching. Yeah. Okay. It follows us up against. It's a synthoth. <laughs> Ladyhawk. Okay. Yeah, Lady Hawk. Oh. You said no. synth, and all I could think of was Blade Runner. It's Rucker Howard. Yeah. Uh, uh, say it follows. It follows. Oh, that's to... Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I have to go Lady Hawk. It is Matthew I Broderick. Love that that movie. Is best. I'm going It Follows. Even though I went Lady Hawk, I'm kind of glad it didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> it Follows is now number 345, which is about 41%. On our chart, it's higher than Othello. Uh, <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Well, we're gonna come back and tell you what we're watching next podcast. About our next podcast, I have the pick, and I went with Avengers: Infinity War just because I had been so excited to see it for so long, and uh, I decided to make the theme. Wow, I drew a blank on the word. <laughs> ensemble. Ensemble action oh, film. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, ensemble oh, action film. Oh, okay. Kong uh, makes more sense now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Brian had the Brian had the pairing, so I'll let Brian tell us what he has chosen. I chose to pair uh, Kong Skull Island, and it was also partially due to the fact that Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, and Brie Larson are in it. Ah, very good. <laughs> it, even though Brie, even though Brie Larson isn't in Infinity War, she will be in the MCU at some point. She's going to be in Deus Ex Machina the movie. Is she Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yes. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, okay. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, a little light bulb went off. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing Kong Skull Island only because Stephen got me to go to the movies one time before under the guise of going to see Scott Kong Skull Island, but instead I saw one of the Planet of the Apes films. No, there was no guys. Yeah, I said, I'm let's go see War for the Planet of the Apes. You're like, sure. So he came out of it, you're like, that's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I don't know. Somehow I got in my head because they were out I, within a few months of each other. And I just, I think I lost some time, I don't know, <laughs> pain meds or something. And I, for the first 20 minutes, I'm like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this, finally. That's hilarious. Yeah, you were off by about four, four months there, Kevin. Yeah, that's okay, four months. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So join us next month. Next <laughs> podcast. Join us on our next podcast. For Avengers Infinity War and Kong Skull Island. Nate's not with us tonight. Yeah, apparently he's got to poop and go walk in the park. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was supposed to do that before. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> well, I still have to walk. In, in that park. order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Not like the superintendent who did one in the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. There was yeah, a superintendent of a school that got caught pooping on a rival football school's field. football field. Was it a rival school's? I thought it was his school. I thought it was. 
It doesn't matter, but I thought I read it in the Bible. Either way, it's just ridiculous. It makes a big difference. <laughs> well, Whose school property he was, you know. Well, it makes a difference to the school. <laughs> that is true. If you wind up getting incarcerated for that, uh, your cellmate's not going to care. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's from the rival school. Oh, so you're telling me. Yeah. Small town. By this, by this logic, you're telling me that if it turned out to be our superintendent who did this, then that's more acceptable. Uh, I, no, no, no. Uh, and a rival it, school it, superintendent. I don't even think it was in New York State. It was in New yeah. Jersey. No, of course. Oh, yeah. okay. They're doing that all the time down there, so it doesn't. <laughs> this is how they say yeah. hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I can the make guy's making all Jersey jokes. You can't. <laughs> he's making $150,000 a year, and he's pooping on football fields. It, yeah. There better have been some dare involved. No, because he was doing it, like, every day. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, it God. wasn't, like, a one-time thing. It was <laughs> happening. Like, <laughs> oh. Like, he was referred to as a serial pooper. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all cereal poopers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Never really thought about that. It's not against right? the law to do it in your own bathroom. Yeah. There is a brand joke in there somewhere. <laughs> okay. Whenever I... okay. Coincidentally, before we start, I'm going to take a bathroom break real quick. Okay. okay. Well, which two movies? A Quiet Place and what was the other one? Oh, no. he It wasn't his school. It was a different school. Yeah. You are right. But was it like a rival or was it just another random school? It was another school in another school district. They didn't mention whether or not it was a rival one or not. But he has been called on social media the pooper intendant. <laughs> I like that one. Nice. That's good. I mean, I, I have to say, I'm not, I'm only 95% appalled. If it was a rival school, if it was just some random school, all right, then he's a he's a head case and and he needs to be committed. If it was a rival school, you get one of the kids to do it for you. <laughs> they might be in the same county. He, uh... they're both familiar to me, but I don't remember exactly. Although for New Jersey, one hundred forty-five thousand. For a superintendent, talking about this. is uh, is kind of middle low. Maybe the superintendent of the other school was getting paid more than him. <laughs> That's oh. why he's pooping all over the place. Yeah. So was it a different school? Or was it was a different school? school. We are researching this, acquiring minds <laughs> need to know. We don't want to present inaccurate facts. A very factual podcast. 